Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Hockey Hut podcast. My name is Ari Kachin, and I'm a fan of the Calgary Flames. I'm AJ, and I'm a longtime uh, Maple Leafs fan. Uh, we're excited to bring you the Hockey Hut NHL podcast um, starting now, and we're probably just going to you know, delve into some of our opinions on the upcoming season, uh, keep you guys up to date with the scores, the standings, and everything. Uh, we have some cool guests lined up for you, some Instagram accounts, uh, maybe a couple of NHL players, some, some big people you'll have, to, you'll have to listen to see. Um, and, you know, we, uh, we have some good storylines uh, to talk about with you guys. Ari? Yeah, we'll be uh, covering some major topics in hockey. You know, we'll be going over analytics, uh, mental health in hockey, uh, some pretty big, important topics like that. Um, today, we thought that as a nice introduction, we'd uh, talk about the upcoming season that's starting tomorrow. And uh, we'd be going over our predictions for the season, you know, division winners, cup winner, uh, and players that we think are going to do well this season. So uh, mm-hmm. to get things so- started... Yeah, to get things started, um, who, what are you thinking about the new divisions? Uh, any, any predictions on who's going to be coming out on top of some of those divisions? Honestly, I'm liking the new divisions a lot. I think an all-Canadian division is going to be really exciting. I know none of the teams were particularly amazing last year, but that just makes the entire division way more competitive. So for the North division this year, I have the Leafs coming out on top. You know, I think they've built the right team, taking uh, TJ Brody from the Flames, really upset about that. Uh, you know, they've uh, upped their defense. They've got their star talent with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares. You know, I think they're going to take it all from that division. I think they're going to come out on top. What about you? Yeah, so I agree with you. Um, you know, a little bit of a homer Leafs take, but, you know, I think it's the right call to make right now. Um if you just look on paper, you know, the team's, the team's pretty stacked. You've got Austin Matthews, arguably top five, top ten player in the league. Um, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, Nylander, Morgan Riley, Frederick Anderson. Uh, TJ Brody was a great acquisition. Very excited to see what's going on with that. Um, got some good depth. And, you know, I'm pretty high on the Flames this year as well. You know, I think they could give the Leafs a run for their money. I definitely think they're the, the second best team coming out of the all-new Canadian division. But I definitely think the Leafs uh, are going to finish first. And as you said, um, I'm really excited for the new divisions, uh, specifically the Canadian division. I think there's a lot of uh, great rivalries there. Uh, you know, everyone likes watching, uh, you know, Lucic, Cassie, and Kachuk, you know, drop the drop the gloves and battle of, battle of Alberta. Oh, yeah, can't and, wait for that. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. And um, uh, it's going to be cool to see the Leafs and the Habs play all the time, you know, uh, the Senators, you got some really great matchups there. Um, what are you thinking for the Central Division? So for the Central Division, obviously, you know, they got Carolina, Tampa Bay, some really good teams there. Uh, they got even the Dallas Stars, you know, they've got that rivalry between the Cup Finals there. Uh, I've got Tampa Bay coming out on top, you know, their last year's Cup winners. Uh, I know they lost Kucherov, but... I think they still got a stacked team. I think they can uh, definitely take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I would agree if, you know, Kucherov wasn't out for the season. And I'm really high on the Carolina Hurricanes this season. Um, You know, the division has has a couple weaker teams, like the Red Wings, for example. And I don't really see the Stars being able to repeat their success last year. Um, 
for for a majority of the playoffs, like you know, the, they had a negative a negative uh, plus minus rating as a team. So I think um, you know they did make the finals, but I think it may have been a little bit coincidental. And I'm not sure if I see them, you know, being the same team they were last season. So I'm definitely uh, in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes making a strong push this year. You know, they got some great young talent. Uh, Sveshnikov is only 20 years old. Unbelievable. You know, he's already a star. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is going to take the next step. Uh, they got some great defensemen. Uh, Dougie Hamilton, Jacob Slavin. Hamilton, you know, should be healthy this year. And if maybe they could uh, get some good performance from the goaltending, I could definitely see them pulling off the upset against Tampa Bay and coming first place. I get that. I get that a lot. Uh, you know, I really think Tampa Bay is coming out with this because uh, their their team is just their team is just stacked. You know, they got Braden Point still, Stephen Stamkos, uh, Victor Hedman. Like they're they're just. I think they're really going to take it away. You know. One of my favorite memes that were uh, coming out when Kucherov was injured, you know, they were all like, oh, dang, we lost Kucherov. Anyways, we still have our great team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've got tons of star power. So, you know, it could 100% it could happen. I think it'll be a race between those two teams. I think they're definitely a, a step above a step above the rest in their division. Um, I wanted to ask as well, a little bit maybe of a tighter top uh, top three teams. Um, what are we feeling about the West division? You know, I feel like Colorado, Vegas, and St. Louis are the clear-cut three best teams here. And uh, I could see all three of them being fantastic teams in the league this upcoming season. What do you think? Yeah, the West division's got some pretty good teams, but, you know, they've also got some really bad teams. So uh, they got all the California teams. You know, the Sharks came off a really bad year. Uh the Kings, the Ducks, they're all doing really bad. Uh, with this division, I've got the Knights taking it. I think they're uh, Petrangelo signing and uh, Shea Theodore top pairing. You know, I think that's going to be really, really helpful for them. They've got like a, a solid goalie tandem between Robin Leonard and uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. I think that could possibly be the best in the league. Um, I really think that they're going to come out on top. I think uh, with the bad teams in there, they're going to get some easy wins. And I really think they could take it. What about you? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Golden Knights definitely could be your favorite. Um, I personally am leaning towards uh, the Colorado Avalanche to take this division away. Um, you know, the sky's the limit for this team. They've got arguably, uh, you know, the best top three in the league. Definitely up there with, you know, McKinnon, Ranton, and uh, Landis Dog. Um, Kale McCarr is is definitely uh, on the come up. He's bursting out there already, fresh off at a, a fantastic rookie season. Um, I think the the Avalanche, the question mark, I guess, would be the goalie tandem of uh, Philip Grubauer and Pavel Frankuz. Uh, if you know, if they could uh, step up and play play at a high level, I definitely think that team could definitely take it away. But also, uh, don't sleep on the Blues. You know. Um, they did lose Petrangelo, but they acquired Tori Krug from the Bruins. Uh, I think they signed him, actually, which is a great, great addition. He's a fantastic defenseman. They got Mike Hoffman, a good scorer. Uh, we, let's hope for Bennington's, you know, uh, return to that, that form that he had when they won the Cup. I think they could definitely upset uh, either team there, as long as, you know, Mike Hoffman doesn't, like, uh, sleep with Tarasenko's wife or something. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I think the Blues could be a good sleeper pick for the division. Um, so the last division, we've got the uh, East Division. You know, everyone's saying how stacked that division is. They've got, you know, the Flyers, the Bruins. I think they could uh, – this one's a tough one to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just looking at it now, like, you know, every, every uh, team here, you know, they've got some – They've got some serious firepower, you know. The Bruins are the Bruins. They're going to be a fantastic team. The Sabres just got Taylor Hall. You know, the Sabres, you know, they've been a mess for a while now, but hopefully the tandem of Eichel and Hall, you know, Dolan's on the come up. You know, maybe they can make some noise. Uh, all these other teams, you know, you still got Crosby and Ovechkin in the division. But ultimately, I think I would have to give my pick to the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, you know, they've got a fantastic young core being mentored by guys like Sean Couturier, Kojiru, uh, uh, Jakub Borchek. Uh, Carter Hart, I think, is going to take that extra step this year, become one of the best goalies in the league. Um, you know, Konechny is fantastic. Provorov is fantastic. Uh, they've got some great players, and I could definitely see them coming out on top of this division with, like, a fantastic, you know, defensive-minded team that, you know, also has all the firepower up front as well. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you there. Uh, I also think the Flyers are going to come out on top in that division. I think that what we saw with them in the playoffs, uh, I think they're going to be a really solid team. I think they are probably going to take it all in that division. So mm-hmm, for uh, sure. with that being said, with your uh, final four, who do you think is going to take the cup this year? Ooh, that's a big question. Um you know, just because I chose those four teams to be, you know, at the top of the divisions uh, doesn't necessarily always translate to playoff success. If you're asking me right now, who would I put, you know, $1,000 on to win the cup? You know what? It's honestly tough. I would have to go with the Colorado Avalanche. I just think that, you know, when their players are firing at all cylinders, like there's not a single team that could stop them. And, you know, that offensive depth, which, you know, you got Kadri playing on the second and third line, fantastic center for there. Um, you've got, yeah, like the depth and their, their star power, their defense is, uh, I think it's enough to beat any team in the league. Their only question mark might be some of their, uh, their goaltending. But, you know, goaltending, you got goalies breaking out every year. You got goalies getting on a hot streak, taking their team to the playoffs every year. You never really know what's going to happen in that aspect. And, uh, both of the goalies had flashes of brilliance this past season. And, you know, if they just find a little bit more consistency, I definitely they're the team to be, think they're the team to be. Yeah, I, I, I think the Avalanche could go pretty far. But honestly, I, uh, I think that the cup winner this year is probably going to be the Vegas Golden Knights. I really think that they have built like the, like the best roster they can this season. And uh, I think that they're going to take it all. You know, they, their uh, Petrangelo signing was really, really good. They've got, like, the top pairing between Theodore and Petrangelo. That's, like, that's crazy. And I think that their goaltending tandem is just, is just really, really good. I really think that they're, uh, they're not going to have to rely on inconsistency. So I think that they're going to take it all. You know, with the Avalanche, they have... Uh, Grubauer and Frank Ooze, you know, they're not going to 
I, I really don't I don't think the team can rely on that goaltending tandem. And uh, I'm just I think the Golden Knights are better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a fair opinion. Totally understand what you're saying. And you know, Pietrangelo, he's one of my favorite players. Huge, huge addition for the team. But you know, I'm not sure that there's a team that could slow down. You know, McKinnon when he's got you know Ranton and Landeskog, all those crazy, crazy weapons next to him. Uh, being on a team of you know four, four all stars potentially. Um, but yeah, you know, we're excited to see what happens. You know, there are other teams I think that can make a push. You know. Um, if Toronto gets some consistent defense, I think they can make a push. Tampa Bay is definitely able to take over in crunch time. Um, yeah, there are a lot of teams. You know, I'm high on the Blues as well, but I guess we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, on the topic of, you know, end of season awards, um, who are you looking at for MVP this season? Well, for MVP, you know, we've, got, we've always got those, like, those strong candidates. You know, you got McDavid, Matthews, uh those are some pretty top uh, top MVP candidates, but you know this season I'm actually uh, I actually think Braden Point is going to get the uh, MVP this season because uh, with Kucherov out I think he's going to take that next step with his team and really become the the top scorer on his team and really really uh, have the team rely on him. Mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting opinion. I I didn't see that coming, but points a points a great prediction. You know. He's a very solid defensive player. Uh, and you're right, with Kucherov out, um, you know, he'll be getting more minutes, more looks on the power play. And definitely, uh, if he could elevate his offense, you know, he's already a fantastic offensive player, but if he could elevate it to a Kucherov level, um, I could definitely see him taking that award. Um, personally, um, I think I would have to go with Connor McDavid. Uh, for this award you know it's a a really really basic pick um sorry let me take that back I'm deciding between Connor McDavid or Patrick Kane um Patrick Kane is the I wouldn't say he's the lone scorer but he is he is severely outclassing everyone else on his team and I think you know the Blackhawks if you look on paper they may not be great but I think they could, you know, outperform some people's expectations. I mean, if you look at last year, they ended up making the playoffs after everyone thought they would, you know, get swept by the Oilers in the play-in. Uh, they took care of them pretty quickly. And, you know, I definitely don't see them as a team going far, but I think there's a chance uh, they'd be able to squeak into the playoffs, especially, you know, I think they're a better team than, you know, I think I would put them personally above Detroit, Florida, maybe Columbus. So, Getting in, you know, as a bottom seed in the playoffs, I think that would be enough to give Kane um, MVP considerations if he has, you know, another dynamite offensive season, as we all know he's capable of doing. But the safe pick goes to the best player in the world, Connor McDavid. I think he's going to lead the league in points. I think he's going to be the most impactful player on his team. And any success the Oilers have, I think you could attribute to him. And I think when you consider all of that, you know, very, very rarely does the best player in the league win the MVP award, but I think this year is the year for McDavid. The McDavid one I can agree with. I can see that happening, but honestly, Patrick Kane, I, I cannot see that at all because, you know, their team just it downgraded so much this year. They Their goaltending is is just awful. It's it's like scary how bad, they, how bad it is. I 
unless Kane can, you know, really, really step up for his team and, you know, like get them into like a playoff spot, which definitely won't happen. Like, unless that happens, there's no chance. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely like a, a hot take, but, you know, I kind of felt bad just picking McDavid. It's such an easy pick. I wanted to throw in someone a little spicy into the mix. You know, if I was putting money on it, I, I wouldn't put Patrick Kane. But I think, you know, he's shown he's capable of explosive offensive performances. And if, you know, the team is buying into like an offense first uh, mentality, you know, I mean, I think they can make some noise, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like, look for guys like uh, Alex DeBrincat, Dylan Strom, um, Dominic Kubalik to, to play great offense for the team. And, you know, you never know what happens. Right. So uh, with that being said, uh, who do you think scoring the most? Who do you think is getting the most goals this season? You know, usually I get clowned for saying this, you know, Leafs fan, you know, choosing the Leafs player, but Austin Matthews is that guy this year. He was that guy last year. And I think, you know, if the season hadn't have been cut short, he would have, he would have, you know, definitely would have hit 50 with 10 games to go. Um, and I think this is the year that he surpasses Ovechkin. And, you know, I guess his only competition at this point might be, might be Pasternak or maybe, you know, uh, you will see how hard McDavid wants to try. I think he's a goal that, uh, that could score 50 goals. Maybe not this season because it's a shortened season, but he's a guy that could score in regular 50 goals in his sleep if he decided to. But, you know, I don't think he's the type of player. But uh, I definitely see Austin Matthews using that uh, lethal wrist shot and uh, getting his way to the top for the Rocket for sure. I would say that's a pretty good pick. It's definitely a, definitely a solid pick right there. Uh I'm going to bring up a name that hasn't been said for most people's picks. Um, I think that Mika Zibanejad is actually going to win the uh, Richard Trophy. Uh, you know, last year he was injured for at least 20 games, but we saw he was, what, fifth fifth in scoring? Um, man, he he put up goals last year, and I think he was really underrated. I think that he could definitely come out on top playing a full season. Uh, I really think that it, even like the Rangers got better this year. They got Lafreniere. They got uh, some pretty good players. Like I, I really think that Zibanejad could totally, you know, up his game even more than he did last year. I really think that he could take it home. Yeah, he had a crazy uh, scoring season last year. I remember he had a couple games where he had, you know, four or five goals, which is, you know, really hard to do in the NHL yeah, today. That five it's goals enough. in one game was crazy. I remember watching that, and I was I was just going nuts. I believe, was it against Washington? Yeah, it was uh, It was against the Capitals, and I was, uh, I was really happy that night because, you know, in fantasy I had – uh, Alex Ovechkin and Mika Zibanejad, who combined for I think seven or eight goals that night, and I, my team was just flying. That's crazy. Yeah, Zibanejad's a good pick, but I don't, you know, uh, I just don't see him scoring. Matthews, man, Matthews is, you know, he's taken the next step every year he's played, and I think this year he's really going to elevate to best scorer in the league, top three player, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I get that, um, Matthews. Matthews is in an easier division. Uh, I think that, like, Zibanejad, like, it's a risky pick there because, you know, he's in a tougher division, so he might score less. But I, I'm i sticking strongly with this pick. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Well, you know, we'll see how it ages. Um, 
you know, there's a lot of uh, exciting young players in the league right now. You know, we just uh, we just watched the World Juniors, and um, who, which which rookies do you think are you're excited about the season, and who do you think you know could take home the Calder as best rookie oh, in the true. NHL season? Um, honestly, I think that uh, I, you know, this was a tough pick. Because there's some really good rookies coming into the season this year, I think that uh, I think that uh, Tim Stutzel could uh, really, really prove himself on uh, the Ottawa Senators this year. You know, the Ottawa Senators got tons of players this year. They got uh, Matt Murray. They got uh, Evgeny Dadanov. They they they've uh, acquired some really uh, good players for uh, their team this year. And I think Stutzel on that team could really uh, prove himself and rack up the points to get the Calder Trophy. Mm-hmm. What are your yeah, he's a great, he's a great pick. I love his game. You know, like um, big guy could score. He could, you know, you kind of do it all. But um, I've got to go with uh, Kaprizov on the Wild. Um, you know, I didn't know too much about him before. I uh, looked into him a little bit. The guy's talented. He's got all the opportunity in the world in Minnesota. And, you know, I think you could look for him to put up some some great numbers on the team. And, you know, um, guys like uh, Lafreniere and Byfield, like, I think they're going to they're gonna do well. But, uh, you know, because they're such a highly touted, you know, teams may be, um, may be a little more cautious with them, a little bit less minutes, you know, maybe not as much power play time. You know, you'll see what's going on. But I think, you know, Kaprizov has the – he's got the keys to the franchise. And he may not be the same caliber player as one of them, but, you know, it's the Calder. The best, the best, the best player doesn't always win. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. It's, uh, it'll be a good – it'll be fun to watch all these, like, these young guns play in the league this year. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Kaprizov has a pretty good chance of taking that. Uh, you know, the Minnesota Wild, they're a really good defensive team. So I think with that kind of help – I think he also could have a really good chance at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could just, you know, go wild on offense. So uh, the fire. other trophies we got to talk about still, uh, we got the Norris Trophy. Who do you think is uh, going to be the best defenseman this year? Honestly? Listen, I don't like giving, you know, normal, like, oh, just pick the best defenseman, but I really don't see anyone beating out Victor Hedman for this award. The guy is a monster. He can do everything on the ice. He elevates his team at a crazy level. And, you know, I don't really see anyone else competing with him for that trophy. Um, you know, I think, you know, some guys like maybe Roman Yossi um, have an outside chance, but maybe even, you know, Kale McCarr this season, I'm high on the guy. We'll see what happens. Um, Dougie Hamilton, if he's, uh, you know, healthy for the full season. But I really don't see anyone taking it away from Hedman this season. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair answer, definitely. Um, you know, I, I personally think that Dougie Hamilton is going to take it this year. You know, he's uh, on a really good team, the Carolina Hurricanes. I, as a Flames fan, I was, like, devastated when uh, they decided to give him up. Uh, especially giving up Adam Fox with him. That was that was just uh, really sad to see. Um, but I think that Dougie Hamilton could definitely take it. You know, he's in a he's in a good division. 
Uh, he plays against some easy teams like Chicago and uh, the Detroit Red Wings. I think he could definitely get some really good stats up there. And we even saw he was having an amazing season last year up until, you know, his injury. Um, that that just like shattered his season last year. But I really think he could. I really think he could do it this year. Mm, yeah, he absolutely can. He's a fantastic player. And, um, you know, if I were a Flames fan, you know, it would have killed me to see him go. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. But uh, just uh, talking about the Flames for a second, um, what are you thinking about uh, Jacob Markstrom this season? Is, uh, you know, he had a great season for the Canucks last year. And goaltending hasn't been one of the Flames' strong suits over the past few years, you know. Uh, Mike Smith, inconsistent at times. Cam Talbot, when you had him, inconsistent. Um, big save, Dave. I know you're a fan, but I think, you know, what are you feeling about Markstrom? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly excited that the Flames finally have, you know, a, a reliable goaltender that they can uh, turn to this year. Because uh, I can, honestly, in the past 10 years since, since Kiprasov left, I can name at least 10 goalies that we've had that are below backup level goalie even. Um, yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also a little skeptical because we've seen, uh, we've seen recently that like goalies, top goalies are not, are not consistently reliable every single year. Um, you know, sometimes I have off years, especially coming to a new team. Um, I, I honestly have no idea how this is going to play out, but from what I've seen so far, it seems like Markstrom really wants to be on the flames and he, he really enjoys being there for the team. So I, I'm looking forward and I think we're going to see some exciting play this year from him. So uh, speaking of goalies, who do you think is going to take home the Vesna trophy? Yeah. So for the Vesna this year, um, I would be looking for to see Jordan Bennington come out with it. Um, you know, we've seen what he could do a season, uh, two seasons ago when he had that fantastic run with the Blues. Uh, you know, he didn't have a bad season by any stretch of the imagination last year. He played well. Um, and, you know, I think he's got some crazy high potential. And, you know, with Pietrangelo gone, he might be facing a little bit, a couple more shots this season. Um, definitely look for him to post some great numbers, lead the Blues to a bunch of wins, a successful record, and maybe take home the take home the hardware this season. Yeah, that's a that's definitely an interesting pick there. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree with that because uh, you know in the playoffs we saw he did not really did not really prove himself this past uh, this past year. So uh, personally, for my pick, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, this is. This is a bit of a riskier pick. Um, you know, this guy uh, wasn't really on, he's not really on a solid team right now, but this has been one of the more consistent goalies in the past few seasons. Um, I'm going to go with John Gibson, actually, taking the Vesna Trophy this year because uh, he, man, he's just been like, like, people have been overlooking him so many times because he's on a bad team. You know, the Anaheim Ducks haven't really been doing well the past two years. Uh, he's trying, he's been trying really hard. I, I think that this year he could definitely do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, anyone that has been looking at his stats past few years has seen that he's uh, an elite, elite goaltender. Um, you know, he's, I guess he's just hampered down by team success, but uh, it's, you know, it's possible, but um, 
I think it might be unlikely because he might not be able to string uh, as many wins together as some other goalies. But, you know, he's definitely got the talent, Bezina-level talent. Um, another uh, candidate, uh, I think uh, we're going to expect a big season from Carter Hart this year on the Flyers, one of the most promising, definitely. talented young goalies in the league. Um, and on a great defensive Flyers team that should, you know, should have a fantastic record, I could definitely see him taking it home. For sure. I could totally see him putting up really good numbers. Yeah. So, um, was that, did we go through all the awards? Yeah, we did well, we've got, we got one last, uh, one last award to talk about, and that's uh, the Jack Adams Award for best head coach. Um, I can totally see, uh, you know, uh, Barry Trotz taking it this year. Uh, you know, he's just an unreal coach. Uh, he's got the Islanders behind him. You know, they made the conference finals last year. Uh, they're in a much tougher division this year, though. But I think with his skills, I think that he could definitely, definitely be the best coach this year. Right. So uh, I was thinking of Barry Trotz as well. Um, you know, you look at the Islanders before he got there and then after he got there, there was uh, an immense difference in the record, the way they played and everything. And, you know, their roster, you know, it's good. They've got players, they've got pieces. But, you know, I would say the past few years, they've outperformed their roster on paper, which I think sure. resulted to a fantastic system. You know, he's got players playing to their strengths, hiding players' weaknesses, maximizing the players on his team. And even though it's a tough division, I can definitely still see the Islanders um, – Upsetting, uh, upsetting the odds like they do every year, and making the playoffs under some solid coaching uh, and decision making from Coach Trotz. Yeah, I think we we both agree on that one. Uh, and with that, that would uh, finish up our predictions for this upcoming season. Do you have any uh, last minute hot takes you want to give, or any uh, notable players you want to watch out for this season? Yeah, so I was gonna, I was just gonna ask. Um, any uh, star players you see maybe having some sort of decline this season or, uh, you know, some some slumping players who might have a bounce back year this coming year? Um, well, this is actually something interesting I was looking into. Um, Travis Konechny actually, uh, surprisingly in the playoffs this past year, he didn't score any goals. And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, he had a really, really good season this year. Um, and, uh, I honestly think that he might, uh, have a decline this year, uh, from what we saw in the playoffs, he barely did anything in those two rounds. Uh, he put up, I think seven assists. Um, yeah, I would, uh, not, I wouldn't put any uh, money down on him having an insane season this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you see often, you know. There's a, the fabled uh, sophomore slump, which, you know, he's not a sophomore this coming season, but, you know, you've, there's a, it's oftentimes you'll see young players having a, you know, an off season for whatever reason, you know, they can't just get into it mentally. Uh, you know, the no fans can make an impact for some of these young players who uh, just aren't used to all the different experiences of the game. Um, personally though, um, I'm not, I, you know, I think people would disagree with me on this. I, think John Tavares will disappoint this season. Um, you know, I was a big fan when they brought him over and I was a big fan in his first season when he scored, uh, you know, almost 50 goals. But last season, uh, Tavares, you know, he looked a little bit slow. Um, I haven't looked into too many of like the advanced stats for him, but uh, from uh, what I've seen from the games I've watched, which would, you know, would be almost all the Leafs games, um, 
there were a lot of times where, you know, Tavares was late coming back in, uh, on defense. Um, he wasn't necessarily making the right decisions. He slowed the puck down. And I think with the Leafs' um, uh, hyper-speed offense this coming season, he, I think he may get lost in the, in the flow a little bit. You know, he'll score his goals. I think he'll be an, like a, an effective uh, offensive player. Um, but I think his uh, defense might take a step down this season. Um, as uh, you know, he's he's not old by any by any means. But uh, as he gets a little older, maybe loses a step. I can see uh, I can see that coming into play this year and him being less impactful on the defensive end. But um, on the flip side, a player that I'm looking at for to have a uh, a great season uh, is Clayton Keller. You know, uh, he had a great season two seasons ago. And he kind of faltered off this past season. But, um, you know, so did a lot of their team. You know, Kessel didn't have a great season. And I'm not saying Kessel will bounce back, but Clayton Keller is a young talent, a fantastic skater, great with the puck, very good offensive tools. And I'm definitely looking for him to make a bounce back offensively uh, this season. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's on Arizona. Like, people barely talk about him. But I think that he could definitely – Definitely step up this year. Uh, for me, uh, you know, as a hardcore Flames fan, I got to go with uh, my guy, Johnny Goudreau, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Johnny Hockey himself. You know, uh, he put up he put up uh, a little more than 60 points last year, and uh, that, was his, that was his career worst season. So uh, I think that people are uh, underrating him a bit now just because of what they saw. But season before that, he put up 99 points. Like, there's a chance he might not do that again, but I really think that he's going to come back from whatever happened last year. We already saw he had like, uh, like he was getting better in the second half of the season last year already, like right after Bill Peters left and uh, Jeff Ward came in. Uh, you already saw him rising up again. I really think that he's he's definitely going to come back this year. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, I got to agree. Goudreau's uh, you know, a fantastically talented player. Um, you know, kind of reminds me of Mitch Marner on the Leafs. Creative, got he's you know he's got all the offensive weapons, and uh, he had a characteristic uncharacteristically down season last year. And um, you know, look for him to bounce back big this coming season to help the Flames. You know, uh, be a successful team this uh, this season. Yeah, so I'm I'm hopeful. I'm mm-hmm. hopeful. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, I think this uh, wraps up the first episode of the Hockey Hut NHL podcast. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, you know, thank you. I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And, you know, we got some exciting stuff coming up. We have, uh, we have an NHL player coming in as a guest. Yeah, we got big plans. Big plans, big plans. coming NHL up. NHL players, some Instagram accounts, you know. Well, uh, it'll be fun, and we're looking forward to uh, experiencing the season with all of you. Definitely. uh, Yeah. Anyways, peace out. Have a great week and a great NHL season. May the best team win. Can't wait. Can't wait for the upcoming season. See you next time.